Another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And greetings to one and all, and especially to Jenny Baxter sitting over in Antibes in France and looking very sunny and happy. How are you today and what have you got for us? Hi, Mel. I'm really, really well. And I hate to tell you, but really hot. Um, And I believe that you are very cold. And I don't know if you saw, but the other day, South Africa broke 19 records around the country with just, I think in Johannesburg, you know, so where you are, it was minus seven which it hadn't it had never got that cold the last record was 61 years ago um same in kimberley i I think it got to minus 9.9 had never ever been that cold 61 years ago it got close and that's where we saw that brilliant video that you shared with sa people of the snow in kimberley which was quite exciting the snowstorm in africa video as well (laughs) was quite funny (laughs) because we do get you know south africa does get snow but it seems to be a lot this year yeah, and well, not in Johannesburg, which is a blessing. I mean, but we, we have had three or four times I can remember since I've been in Johannesburg. Of course, the big snowstorm of, when was it, 1981, 82? No, 1981. I just arrived in Cape Town <laughs> the day before, and the next thing it was snowing. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. But um, <laughs> yeah, I was listening to a conference which DJ it was on Hot 1027, and they were talking yesterday about the fact that so many people are saying, oh my goodness, it's colder in my house than it is outside. And we really are not, the houses are not built, well, we're not built in those days thinking about what winter would do in South Africa. It was always, you know, the houses are built for summer. And um, my house is like, it's like walking into a morgue. It's so cold. (laughs) Trust me, it gets below minus seven in my house during winter time. But we get through it, you know. Anyway, so it's it's really nice. I mean, the kids kids are moaning. um, So I'm sending them to school with blankets because, of course, now they're back at school again now that we've gone into level three. Exciting. Goodbye, whiskey again. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) but, But how was that for South African parents to be told on Sunday night your kids are back to school tomorrow? No, we knew. We'd known for a – in fact, we were supposed to go back on the 19th. You were all guessing. No, we were supposed to go back a week earlier and then they put it off a week later. So okay. no, we weren't guessing. The schools, the schools will know and the schools let all the parents know. I just oh, feel okay. really sorry for all of those schools that they came back and they found out that, I don't know, how many, 17, 20 schools had been vandalized just yeah. in kind of our, our neck of the woods, you know. Oh, terrible. Uh, and these people, I mean, it just absolutely, you know, think about the youngsters. They're the people who have got to take over this country at the end of the day. <laughs> but let's not get into that. Give me some good news. Okay, the Olympics. <laughs> the Olympics has been a great surprise, especially our women. So I'm sure you saw Tatiana Schoenmaker. Um, she's really good at the 200 meters, which yeah. today she's actually She's aiming for gold for. today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, it's the heats today. It's the heats. Mm. But she is aiming for gold in it. But that she unexpectedly broke an Olympic record during her heats of the 100 meter, which was meant to just get her used to the water. And she landed up getting silver in the final. So that was fantastic. Yeah. And then Bianca Baton The surfer. Yeah. The surfer. And, you know, this is the first year that the Olympics has the surfing. And Bianca also surprised herself. This is, you know, she basically said she had nothing to lose. Mm. This is her very last professional event that she's doing because she's been surfing internationally for half of her life. Mm. So she's going to take a break. I think, I think that um, the whole pandemic made her realize she, that she just wanted to be home and quiet and down and be 
with the people she loves and mm. cares for. And so this is her last thing. And she landed up unexpectedly also uh, getting silver in the finals and, and you know beating one of the greatest surfers, the Australian, to get through to the finals and then you know coming second. So fantastic. Chad came fifth, but he you know he knew he's a little older now. And um, I don't know if you saw that his dad still managed to cry this year oh. because because the Brits all love him for his crying. Um, you know when when Chad won. Uh, in London at the Olympics there. Um, and apparently Chad said his dad cried when he told him that he was going to be the flag bearer. So um, so he's still the best supportive dad in the world, apart from all the other beautiful dads. And, um, and then what also lifted our spirits were the South African outfits. Which, I love them. There have been so many people like really dissing them online. And I'm thinking that print and the fellies and everything, I'm like 100%. They said, oh, my goodness, you know, look at the other people in suits. And I'm like, for goodness sake, we're South Africans. Get a grip. Let's be different for a change. Exactly. No, it was brilliant. And, you know, I interviewed the team for who, who designed it. You know, it's local South Africans. It was four people, um, young people from Durban who are part of the Durban Fashion Fair mentorship. And they actually said they were inspired by Nelson Mandela's dream to unite and people through sport. And so the, the outfit actually had the protea in it, the national flower. It had a leopard from the big five, a Madiba shirt, um, mm -hmm. zebra lines, obviously. Yeah, people just need to get, get on board. Just yeah. <laughs> Stop being haters. Go and get something done. Well, I mean, yes. I, I, there's, there have been a lot of people who have also been going, well, this is so cool. It's so different. And I, yeah. I really like that. Now, let's get out of Natal for a moment and move over to Eastern Cape and back here to Gauteng with the orphanages. Tell me about that story. Oh, this is something for expats who so many have been asking, what can they do? What can they do, you know, to, to help people back home in South Africa? And um, there are a group of South Africans who live in England and they are the first South Africans ever to be doing, I don't know if you know, I don't know how to pronounce it, joggle, 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 joggle. It's, joggle or joggle, yeah. Yeah, it's the very famous run between the southwest of Great Britain and the northeast. It's about So that's from Land's End to John O'Groats, that big run, exactly. that long thing that everybody does, yeah. Exactly. It's, it's 1,400 kilometers or something. In fact, I think that my ex-motor racing partner, Jeff Dalgleish, had also, he's walked that, he does all of these walks to raise money for various charities. So I think he's actually done that. I must double check on that. I must get him to come and say hello to us as well at some stage, I think. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, so they're doing this. They're doing it and they're looking for, you know, any cyclists who want to support them. So while they running you know they need cyclists to keep their speed up anybody who wants to donate obviously towards their accommodation they're doing it from the 2nd to the 12th of august and everything raised will be going to schools in the eastern cape to help with education mm -hmm. there to help with orphanages in johannesburg so it's a really good cause to get involved with. All the details are on the site. And then another thing for, for South Africans anywhere in the world is an organization, I don't know if you know it, Siabonga Africa. Basically, this woman uh, in, in Durban was in a queue to try and get baby formula, which we were talking about uh, last yeah, week. We talked about that a bit last week, yeah. Yeah, and she, um, she couldn't get any, and she's in this queue, and there's a woman in front of her, and, and that woman, she realizes 
can hardly ever get formula, you know, because she can't afford it, et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. And that's when this woman discovered Siabonga Africa and has shared the story. And basically, you can send money to them and it will mm -hmm. automatically go onto the phones of somebody in South Africa in need who needs to go to the supermarket and buy any kind of food, not just baby formula. Um, so, it's a, so it's a lovely way of, of sending money directly to people who need to buy food. Oh, fantastic. I still think that if it's baby formula, rather, if you can, and if you started, if you haven't started and you've got a little baby, breastfeed. I'm going to keep pushing this. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what news have you got from expats around the world? Oh, there's another guy in Vietnam, Raymond, who desperately needs help to get back to South Africa because, you know, the pandemic going on and laws in Vietnam tightening up on people living there. And then there's a good news story in the UK, which is um, Cameron Lombard. I think he was on TV in South Africa, so you may recognize him when he was mm. about 12 or something. He's been dancing since he was five. He unfortunately did make the news about three years ago, and this has made the news in England, when he was involved in a school fight which mm -hmm. went viral, uh, and he was expelled for that. But he has come back, he's learned his lesson, he is dedicated to dance, he's not a fighter, he's a dancer, and, um, and he's on Strictly Come Dancing UK, which has One of the best shows in the world ever. <laughs> yes, and it already has another South African, the judge, uh, Motsi Mabusa. Motsi. Well, yeah. Where's your sister? Is she not in the show this time around? Because, I mean, she does the dancing. Yeah, no, she's doing something else, which I just read yesterday and thought I must do a story, and I can't remember now. But, but she's doing something fantastic, something mm. that I think it's a new show that's getting launched that she is part of. I'll mm. tell you next week, Okay. Okay, and find it out. I mean, for me, because of dance, I mean, dance sport, as it's actually called here in South Africa. I mean, I did that for like, what, four years, went around the country and um, went to every single one of the big competitions and they put it on ETV at the time. So I was presenting that show and it was wonderful meeting oh, these kids yeah. and then seeing them, how they've gone further. So many of them learning how to dance from Salome Satchele and Kathy Gibbons, who was um, Al Progers, the um, <laughs> Al Progers, the comedian and myself used to dance together. Uh, we learned to do the cha-cha-cha together, which <laughs> fantastic. I must, get, I must get Al to come and talk to us as well. He's doing some fantastic stuff at the moment about South Africa. Good news stories, which You're of course fine. they will be because he's a, a, a good news kind of guy. All right. So our local good news. I see you say here that the wildflowers have started down in, <clears throat> in the Macquarie That's very early. It I mean, is, I usually go in September. Well, I think August is normally the month, but it does go into early September. But August mm. is normally the time. It is early and it's because of the rains. So it has, okay. it has sparked them. I've already got – that's what I was trying to publish. Do, do these no. flowers not know that it's snowing in other parts of the country, for goodness sake? <laughs> I, I mean, know. really. It's so, so beautiful. They do warn you, though, that if it's overcast or rainy, don't go because the flowers, the flowers don't, don't open. open. But you can phone them. There's a uh, – at Enjo Nature Farm, there's a, a pop-up coffee place next door, um, mm -hmm. and they'll let you know, uh, you know, if the flowers – are looking good that day before you make the trek. But um, I've seen all the photos and the video, which we'll be posting later today. It's absolutely 
beautiful. It's it's really it's out and about. It's amazing. I, d- I I did part of it. I didn't get very very far, mainly because I was five months pregnant with twins on the back of a motorbike. Um, <laughs> a couple of years, well, obviously quite a couple of years back. Um, went up. It was still beautiful. I mean, that was um, a couple of days before my birthday, which is in September. So that's yes, why you know every yes, time I've been is in September. So you always have these amazing pockets of flowers. So um, I sent my parents on the trip to do it as well, and they absolutely loved it. We you get the chance to go west coast, go and do it. It is one of the most beautiful things ever. I mean, the BBC did an article on it as well, just saying, you know, it is really special in the whole world because the whole world gets wildflowers. We get mm. beautiful wildflowers here in France, but this is one of the biggest and most spectacular in the world. Displays. And, and according to Lauren, who um, has sent us all the flowers and everything, it looks like it's going to be one of the best years this year. They are unfortunately already fully booked. So if you want to go and stay there, you need to book for next year. Oh, okay. Otherwise, <laughs> just take a, go to Cape Town and take a drive or two. Exactly. There's little places, there's farm stays. You can just look into it beforehand. Yes. Okay, what else? I see in Lovo Youth Choir have been doing some wonderful things again. Oh, I really do lift, enjoy them so much. Oh, no, they are positive, so positive. And they are also themselves, you know, from a, um, not such great backgrounds in Limpopo mm. and, have, and have made so much of their lives. Um, they've got Shosha Loza, which is just, I mean, when you watch the video and they are just running free with the South African flag, it it just makes you cry with joy. And, you know, after lockdown, to just see people running and, and being, you know, and that's the same with the UK run. This is the first time since lockdown that anybody's allowed to do a public run mm. like this. So um, this freedom is just divine. So they are lifting the Springbok spirits so that hopefully we win the series. One one down. And, um, and Stay away from the rugby. My blood is green, but I was not a happy person on Saturday night. Let's put it that way. Neither were my twins because they are completely into rugby. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, it's going to get better. It's only going to get better. And then I, I don't know if you saw the Time magazine named KwaZulu-Natal uh, one of the world's greatest places. I hadn't seen that. It's, oh my I mean, gosh! Okay. You know, their their publication came out at the same time as the essay unrest, unfortunately. So the timing <laughs> yeah. wasn't great, and of course they made a mistake. They definitely were describing KwaZulu Natal, but they said it was in the Western Province, which is <laughs> which is just. Silly. We don't have a Western province. Uh, no, well, no, they said Western Cape, sorry. Western oh, Cape. Western Cape, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but uh, you know, the KwaZulu-Natal province is in KwaZulu-Natal. Um, but then you're saying about the Western Cape, I see you've got here, there's a guy down um, in Atlantis is also doing some good stuff. Oh, no, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he is amazing. And you know what he said? His parents used to always give and share and it's just in in his blood now so he has a pharmacy but every thursday he feeds hundreds of people hundreds Mm. with these Mm. huge soup cauldrons plus he gives them food packages every couple of weeks he does free health checks there you know so an incredible south african Worth supporting. And, that, and that's Tahir Ali, hey? Yeah. Yes. It's lovely. I love hearing stories like that as we, we've spoken about chefs with compassion and a lot of the other people who are out there helping people as much as they can. If everybody helps everybody else, I mean, I still drive around giving out oranges and apples to everybody on the streets. I go through so many <laughs> bags of fruit, you have no idea. But um, if everybody did that, we could make such a big difference in people's lives. Yes, really. absolutely. 
Okay, well, let's get into something entertaining. Oh, um, I know you don't like Temptation Island. I know Island. I don't like this Temptation Island. I don't like any of them. I just think that they're completely fatuous. But you know what, Mal? This week they released the first trailer for it, and mm. it looks divine. It's filmed in Neisner and on the garden route, and, you know, you watch the cycling just to see the scenery. This is worth watching just to see the scenery. It's really. It's <laughs> I'll, I'll really, watch the scenery. It's really beautiful, 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 and that's that's going to be on Showmax later in August. And then, of course, there's about, the Olympics. By, by the way, just talking about Nisma quickly. No, I mean, forget the Olympics. I can't get onto it. I was I was trying. I went onto my Showmax thing, and it said you can do this, that, and the other. And I'm still trying to work it out. So I haven't seen any of the Olympics yet because this Showmax thing hasn't allowed me to do it. And then it then it locked me out. So I'm gonna. I will sort it out. If you do have Showmax and you are wanting to watch the Olympics, just be patient. Um, but we're talking about Neisner and I did an uh, interview this week for my podcast, The Reading Room, which is about authors and stuff. I have to be honest with you, I'd never heard of Michael Stanley before. They're now releasing their seventh book here in South Africa through Jonathan Ball. Yeah. Their seventh book, they have been, they've won accolades around the world. And it's all about this uh, detective inspector type policeman in Botswana. And I was just sitting and saying, oh, yeah, I mean, Botswana is quite a strange place to do it. And then you think about Alexander McCall Smith with his number one ladies detective agency, um, where there's been 23 books in that series. Yeah. Um, and, and now here's another series coming out of Botswana by That's Michael amazing. Stanley is actually uh, two guys. Um, Michael Sears, who is, who lives in Neisner. That's why it made me think. Yeah. And Stanley, what does Stanley's surname? Sorry, I, I've gone blank completely. It's the COVID brain. Okay, uh, he lives in he lives in Cincinnati, okay. and so they're both um, originally, obviously, from sort of Joburg, South Africa, and now they're doing this, and they're just releasing their seventh book. So if you want to listen to the podcast, of course, it's called the Reading Room, and um, go out and have a look for their books. They're, they're all overseas. Um, you know, it's like the next day they they really we were talking about Dion Mayer and about Mike Nichol, and so all of those wonderful writers that come out of South Africa. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. And and you know mm. the other one. You mentioned the ladies' detective. I, I yeah, number one ladies' detective agency. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I saw an interview with him the other day where he said that one of his fans, he's just never forgotten, one of his fans said to him recently, oh, you know, when you die, you are going to be really famous. And he was like, that's a strange compliment to give me. <laughs> That was a bit odd. Okay. Yeah. All right. So back to the Olympics on Showmax. Anything new to say about that apart from me getting frustrated with it? Yeah. You must tell me what's happening and we must sort that out for you. Mm. Yeah. Because right now they've got like a real special on where you can get an extra month of Showmax Pro and so. Yeah. And I tried all of that and they said, no, sorry, it's not available on your plan. So I must just get a hold of them. So just keep trying okay. if you, if you do have a problem. Okay. And then what have you got coming up in, on the site on sapeople.com well, this coming week? The biggest thing coming up is on Saturday, 31st of July, it's World Ranger Day. And so there are stories flooding in because it's been pretty tough over the last year mm. and a half for rangers. A lot of them have either lost their jobs or their salaries have dropped. So they're doing all kinds of amazing things things um, mm. to raise money and to raise awareness because I think since 2003 over a thousand rangers have actually been killed 
protecting animals. So mm-hmm. these guys really are heroes. We don't give them enough uh, spotlight and and this is their time to shine. So we'll have quite a few range of stories coming up. Oh, I think I'll stalk it and see if there's anyone there that might be useful for me. <laughs> from the point of view that my one child wants to become an, a nature guide. <laughs> from that point of view. Do you, know, do you know that there was once this wonderful charity that did a calendar of rangers uh, with uh, oh pinups, yes. like they used to do with the firemen. Ooh. Yes, and then Google, find out where it's gone. And then Google told us to take the pictures down, and it's like, no, some horrible old granny has complained about a naked man. It was a bum. Well, I wonder if she's been bum. complaining. <laughs> naked bums. Naked bums. It was, but, but oh, you know, okay. in the river or up a tree, you know, and it was far Ooh. away. And it was very artistic, and it was all raising money for. Well, I think they must do it again, and maybe just. Have coaching. a calendar that will go out where, where it's got they've got some actual like um, uniforms, skinnies on or something. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> anyway, well, that's a that's a nice thing to um, go and Google now. I think, <laughs> Jenny, thank you so very very much. Enjoy the weekend when it gets here and uh, have a, a swim for us, please. And um, yeah, we'll chat further about uh, the Olympics and all other great stuff next week. And don't forget, people, if you're listening, you can go along to sapeople.com either on Facebook or the actual website itself and see what great stories there are and share them with us as well. Jenny, take good care. We'll speak to you again next week. Thanks, Mal. Lots of love. Bye. And to you. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.